Welcome to the Time Out Podcast with Tony McGettigan. Because we all need a little time out from life. Hello and welcome to episode 87 of the Time Out Podcast with me, your host, uh, Tony McGettigan. Recording here in uh, Letter McWard in uh, McCready's Bar. And uh, now two weeks to Christmas and uh, hope you've all the Christmas shopping done and don't be leaving it too late to Christmas because that's the last place you want to be and uh, lead up to Christmas, that's for sure. This podcast is called uh, Narasa, a year to remember, a very special year for the club, promotion to Division 2, of course uh, lost to Division 3 finals in Nulls, but uh, again good performance there, very solid league campaign. In the Junior Championship uh, beat Moville 15 points to 13. Uh, 58 days ago now that was, and uh, that was, uh, it bridged a, a 41 year gap, that was uh, 1982 when Narasa last won the Junior Championship and that was beating Guidor. Uh, it was 15 years since Narasa appeared in a, a final, that was an intermediate final in 2008 against McCool's, and uh, Division 3 title was the last one won, and that was 17 years ago in 2006. Well, I'm glad to say that uh, my, my three guests today are very closely connected to Narasa, a man that uh, masterminded it all this year, the manager, uh, Declan Boner, and he's uh, guest number one. Declan, you're, you're very welcome to the podcast. Thank you, Tony. Yeah, looking forward to it. Yeah. Glad to have you, Declan. Uh, also, we have the, the captain of the team, uh, had a very uh, solid season, uh, was part of the Junior A Championship uh, Team of the Year, eight Narasa players in total on that, and uh, a very uh, warm welcome to Daniel Martin. Melly. Thank you very much, Tony. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. Good to have you, uh, Daniel. And uh, as well, can't forget another man that's uh, played uh, an integral role throughout Narasa different age groups and uh, even this year as well on the line never far away from the action uh, Felix Melly. Felix you're very welcome to the podcast thanks Tony good man yeah well it's a bit of a, a 30 night to be recording here it's a, a Monday night in lecture and it's not the nicest night out there but Declan I suppose it's very nice to, first of all to be recording this podcast and as the title of it goes a year to remember and it really was yeah no great year now in fairness for the club and a good league campaign, and uh, we took that into the championship and ultimately won the, our first championship in, in uh, 20 odd years. So, no, great, great year and uh, great for the parish and for the whole area, you know. Yeah, very, very special. The celebrations, Declan, went on for a good while, I'm sure, and uh, that's something that has to be savoured, and, and you know that yourself, because these things don't tend to come along that often for, for a club like Narasa. No, no, exactly, yeah, and it's great for the young lads too to see that, and, you know, it's been a, t- a struggle probably keeping the club going over the last couple of decades, but no, it's great, it's great when, when you do get a bit of silverware and, you know, back playing Division 2 football for the club next season and, and uh, Intermediate Championship, so, yeah, no, it all started out against Neil Connell over, over in Madava, and uh, a game that ended up in a draw, and we, we came up against Neil Connell at another stage, uh, and, and uh, to see who topped the group and that, that was another tight game so it wasn't easy it wasn't an easy championship there was a lot of uh, tough games along the way and none more so probably than the final against Moval which you know we came from behind uh, a number of minutes to go to, to win that game but the lads showed great character right throughout the whole season and came back from you know situations that were looked lost at times but uh, you know always dug out the result at the end of the day and you know it's, it's credit to that whole group of players you know yeah, definitely so. Character is definitely something, when I look at that Narasa team this year, something that they've they done uh, on a frequent basis is come back from, I was just saying to Daniel there in the lead-up to this, against RS in the first league game, we came from four points down with eight minutes to go to win that league match, the opening league match. That was uh, setting out to stall of what was to come about Narasa coming back from uh, when the, the metal was tested. Yeah, no doubt. All the games, and as I said, uh, you know, we didn't start particularly well in the semi-final against Conway, who, who were hot favourites to win the junior championship this year. But you know we really put on a big, big performance after that, and uh, you know deservedly got got that victory in the game. And, and, and the final was always going to be a tough, tough game against Moville, even though we had beaten them well in, in the league here. Um, but uh, they were much stronger side at, at, at when it came to the final stage, and you know we were a couple of points down, I think two or three points at one stage. Second half, even going into the sixtieth minute, we think we were a point down, and ultimately we kicked the last three scores that game to, to one it by two. But uh, no, great character within the whole and great spirit, and to show that all year in yeah. terms of you could see it on the training ground, and you know we had big numbers, and that that was huge for us. And yeah. that, that 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 made a huge difference this year. Yeah, the, the squad is a big uh, advantage to Narasa this year, Declan, and could be summed up brilliantly, I think, by, by looking at the two goalkeepers, Aidan McCall and John Paul McCready, because the two of them 
played uh, an important role. Aidan McHale saved two penalties that uh, I can remember. One against uh, Neve Connell over, over in uh, Madava. One against the Unions out in Letterkenny in the Championship as well. John Paul obviously chipped in with a uh, number of points and the biggest of all coming in, in the final to give us that two-point lead. My point is, it, it, was, it was a squad game. Yeah, no, exactly. It was, there's no doubt. And, uh, you know, from from the youngest to the, the oldest, and there's a fair gap in, in, in age between those. But, uh, no, listen, you mentioned two keepers, and two keepers were very, very good for us all year and, uh, uh, you know, made a difference. As, as you said, Aidan saved a couple of penalties throughout the campaign. And, you know, John Paul came on in the final and, you know, had a big part to play in that last five or six minutes for us to get us over the line. So, yeah, no, it was a squad effort the whole way through. And, uh, as I said, uh, you know, we looked at every game and we took it on its merit and whatever players we need to get out in the pitch or changes we needed to make we made those changes and uh, you know luckily enough most of them worked all year so um, yeah no listen you know you're not, you're not winning with just 15 players you, you need a squad and this time you know this year we had that in terms of getting all those guys out and mm. as I said it was important to get those big numbers out of training uh, yeah definitely so Declan just going to move on now to Daniel Martin here Daniel um, again the elation of, of lifting the junior championship uh, a huge weight Lift, lift it off your shoulders in many ways because the last number of years uh, we've been become we were a bit of an early team we were in semi-finals where we were mixing it with the teams that were going on to win it um, so it must be elation first of all that uh, belief it was Tony it was like you said probably we're close enough with a couple of years there gone past and <clears throat> maybe just missing that killer instinct and like yourself and Declan said maybe the the, the numbers the kind of depth that you needed experience maybe at times um, and listen to, to bridge the gap to, to be able to go and win it um, after so many years of disappointment and thinking would it ever happen um, it was brilliant just to get there Yeah, I think in a lot of ways and it's been touched on by numerous managers that have interviewed in the past that disappointment in a way shapes success to come in the future uh, that's very true. Um, I would say if you chat to any books, the, the most common thing I would have said when chatting to the group would have been that no matter what happens, you know, nobody was going to want it more than we did. Mm. That was every day we went out, every Thursday night before we left. I would always say, just remember, nobody's going to want this more than us. And going into the last 10, 5 minutes, down to the last minutes, and extra time or injury time, you had to keep that in the back of your mind and that was the same in the final that was the same thing although sometimes it didn't look like that was going to happen but you know when you really believe that you do the hunger's there you find that wee bit more and that's thankfully what happened yeah it's all in past memories come flooding back in as a captain then Daniel you obviously feel that extra responsibility uh, as a captain and um, something that's a role that you've uh, taken to well uh, watching you over the last number of years and uh, you led from the front and uh, again it comes with its own pressure as a captain uh, it does but you, those are things maybe you, you pick up as you've been playing for years it's not really you know something you think about too much you just you're glad to be in a position maybe to be fit to help younger lads or to be fit to chat to younger lads because you've been there you know there's years or days that you've played and haven't been that great and you wish somebody maybe put your arm around you and helped you on it's not all about giving out and um, even when there's experienced players here it's chatting to them and just keeping the whole thing moving it's really about keeping the encouragement you know this day and age there's not much negativity it's about being positive um, thinking about the next day um, and keeping everybody rolled in you know it's been around the block enough we know exactly what's to happen it's it's great to be in a position to be fit to do that, but if you've been around long enough now, it just kind of comes comes naturally. Like yeah, like the, the experience helps. And as I mentioned there, the team of the junior championship, there were eight Narasta players on it, so that's a great return, really, and that really speaks volumes of the year we had. Aye, it does. I I suppose I wouldn't think too much. I wouldn't kind of look too much into that kind of thing, but it's more about you know the group being fit to get over the line. You know, it's nice. Some things are nice to get, but really, you wouldn't trade anything in for been here the night we won the championship and right. things like that like it was unbelievable anybody was there the day of the game like the last five minutes if you could bottle that and take it back you know That's you right. would keep it forever like. yeah when that full time whistle went you know uh, Daniel yourself did uh, again the elation the everything comes uh, with it and uh, winning the junior junior medal and that's something I'm sure you'll, you'll treasure because again as I mentioned to Declan hasn't been the case for a club like Narossa over the years like the last one 2006 was the last success of a medal yeah 
you know, this it day. Um, like playing in, in junior finals and intermediate finals and not coming out the right side. That's what gives you the hunger. Um, you know, the last final that I would have been at in the Rossa championship game that that they won the championship would have been in Balbuffet and they were playing Malin intermediate like so that's a long, long time ago. Yeah. Um and I was only a wee buck, like I was only there. So no, it was brilliant and it's great for the younger lads, younger than me too, to be fit uh, put some things to bed. You know, it's not all about what happened in the past. They are at their own lines now and That's right. Yeah. make your own history and uh, just turn to me man the lab man on the right here and here now Felix Smelly Felix um, as I mentioned they're part of Narossa like your story since you came out of the womb again like being connected to Narossa um, between the backroom team and taking uh, I think you were taking a lot of the stats this year too which has become such a, a big part of the GA in the last 10 years Felix yeah it has surely Tony it's just um, there's all these wee things you're just everything has to be watched and listened it's just the way it's gone. Every sure every team's at it like now at the minute, so it is. You know. Yeah. What's your own words to sum up uh, this memorable year, Felix? Because uh, again, resilience and de- 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 determination is one of the words that comes to mind when I think of the campaign. And also had uh, you were very you were closest to the action as as uh, most people. What do you what your how would you sum it up? Oh, listen, as the boys said, they're probably one of the best days we had in a long, long time. Listen, Stan, you could bottle that up. Yeah. You know, but listen, it's just delighted for the some of them boys that have worked really hard, give everything to the club, you know, down through the years. And it hasn't been easy. A lot of tough years. Listen, we're probably a small, small club, you know, and to get the lads out to the commitment, the travelling, the effort, it's, it's just it's unreal. Like, it's great for them boys to get a medal in their back pocket. Yeah. It definitely is. After all the work and years, of, I've never been that far away to on, on other occasions. And, um, you know, like retrieving games late on. I remember the, the game even over there against uh, Neve Connell, the, even the one in Balbuffet against him. Yeah. That was uh, a prime example of uh, Narasa not giving in, Felix. Oh, definitely not. And like, that's the way it's been. Listen, there's Daniel, a lot of them boys, like, there's probably a lot of heart there too, down through the years, you know, nearly getting there and, you know, just to get over the line. But, the effort they've done, it's said all year, it's been unbelievable. Like that's the commitment that these boys are given, and not not just this, this year either. Now some of them boys will go a long, long time. That's right, yeah. You know, and, you know, like we haven't we had a minor team in probably fifteen years, which you know, it's it's a long, long time. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's a great when you actually sit and steady it. It's a it's a major success for Narasa, given the the numbers that we actually have. And uh, just another thing I'd like to say to you, Felix, is it must have been very special for you in here. The, uh, special for everyone with Narasa. But the night we came back here and the the trophy was here when we won the Junior A Championship, your dad was there in, in the middle of it. And I was just thinking to myself, you know, he was obviously the last man. To, he was at the forefront of it in '82. So it's even more special for yourself in that sense. Oh yeah, listen, it's brilliant, it's great to see him there, listen, he's delighted, he's delighted that night and the next day, listen, he enjoyed it, he's a proud man, Balbuffet, Aaron Leather Kenny that day, so he was, you know, he's, he's, he's delighted, you know, and it's just it's nice to see him there and, you know, to be a part of, it, like part of the club a long time, you know. Yeah. We'll say hello to him too on on this podcast, Felix. And um, just uh, I'm going to ask the three years this question uh, now. Uh, I know it's the highlight is obviously winning the whole thing, but uh, if you to pick out uh, a particular memory yourself or a highlight or a turning point, Felix, that uh, you could pick from from the year. Well, just he, he's sitting across the table from me here, Daniel Martin's block in the final. Just that that summed it up. That just summed up everything. Like that you know, he just threw himself at it, and like, it, it just summed up we weren't losing that game. You know. Yeah. Putting, putting his body on the line and yourself Declan uh, I know again it's a very hard question to ask a manager because there's a pile of highlights for you anything in particular even a turning point that you felt uh, from, the, from that uh, that stands out to you not any, anything in particular probably the fact just from day one you kind of sensed it you know and the effort and commitment and I, I mean that's all we asked of the lads at the start of the season was to, you know if they want prepared to give that commitment then you know there was uh, there was prices to be offered at the end of the season there's no doubt about that there I mean the quality within the group of players that we have and getting all those players out and you know people have to understand you know like people think it may sound like a broken record but it's such a small small club and trying to get everyone playing I mean we have about seven lads eight lads maybe over 40 years of age that trained continuously we needed that for numbers we had five lads based over in the UK that came home for all championship matches came for a couple of league games and that's not easy it's not easy managing that it's not easy you know putting all that together and you know great credit to the whole club as I say everyone rode in this year really and um, it was a huge huge effort and it's not just about me or 
even the players, but it's about the whole group. Yeah. People is on committees for a long, long time, and you know, I mean, we had huge support that day out in O'Donnell Park for the final. You know, they came from everywhere. They mm. travelled from from the UK. They travelled from all over Ireland to come to, to be be at the game, and it was such an important day for for the club. And uh, you know, it's something I'm sure that all the players that were, and everyone who was involved will, will treasure. You know, oh, certainly so. And just one other thing I want to say to you there, Declan, that you touched on there. You know, you're on a bit boy like boys coming home as well, especially everyone was to, to the shoulder to the wheel but uh, that's a special mention too I think the boys that are travelling back there from, from the UK and that as well uh, because if I was travelling back from England uh, I wouldn't be able to walk never mind and run a training and you know to, to put in that level of effort uh, to, to be honest it's remarkable for the players that have done that you know it really is Oh no, exactly. It just shows that you know that the, the importance of the club and uh, some of the guys transferred back from clubs that were that they had, were playing with over in London. And as I said, it was important that all those guys were involved because we wouldn't have won it without without the whole group. To be quite honest, and you know those guys even came back. Uh, you know at, at certain stages for 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 certain weekends we were training on. So listen, it's a huge effort from 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 everyone involved in the and the the team, the club, the, the the parish, and you know that night when we came back here and couple of days after it was huge to be quite honest and uh, you know something that we hadn't seen for a long long time as I said in 1999 was the last time that's 20, 20 what 24 years ago yeah. and uh, you know uh, that was the intermediate championship against Malin and uh, but you know the way things have moved on and for the younger lads that that are there and you know it's great great for those guys mm-hmm. I mean we were lucky in the last couple of years that you know we haven't too many players coming through but I mean with the likes of uh, Killian and Oshin Caulfield who came through and I mean they were players of a real quality that made a huge huge difference yeah, and, so, yeah. you know and we looked in you know we, we're going to be probably short for another couple of years in terms of getting young lads through we're not in a luxury position where other clubs can maybe have a minor and under 21 team coming through and doing mm-hmm. well taking players from that we yeah. just we don't have that we don't, we don't have even that. have the players that's, yeah. that, that, that are playing at that, that, that age at the minute we don't have that, that, that kind of numbers but we have a group of players probably at under 16 level where there's maybe five or six players now that they have to come through mm-hmm. we have to, and that's why we hold on to the older guys for that pit longer to make sure that these guys come through that the, the club's still going to be here and that's that's the yeah. way, that's just the way it is up here but you know that's going to be important because there's some very good young lads coming through and yeah. that's going to be important for them and it's great for them young lads to see us and, and the group of players won in that championship this year and you know they, they want to be playing now senior yeah. football for the club Well I can I can push things on and they do say uh, before like a success can breed success and that definitely would be we hoping at Nerosa Daniel yourself uh, in terms of a, a memory, that uh, particular memory, again, it's a, it's a tough question. No, it is. I, I suppose that there's so many things you remember. You know, you're after the game and everybody's um, going mad and you're meeting people on the pitch. I met people in here that night, you know, after that, that I wouldn't mean speaking to in years. <clears throat> and it was about Naross and it was all about Naross, like, and everybody was so happy for us. But I don't think really, I'm, I suppose, getting over the line against Neve Connell and Bal Buffet was a big big thing I know either team was going through anyway but the fact that we didn't have to play um, the quarter final then um, and just getting getting over that game um, Aidan McHugh's point in the, the last yeah. kick of the game um, I think that just continued on from the first game in the league over here not losing in the last couple of minutes to there was a couple of games I know the boys went up to Cairn Donna was it and won um, real hard league games and that put us into league final and even not losing by that much to Sentinels yeah. massive massive boosts you know we came in here even last after losing that game and we weren't we weren't you know down and out when you that team was going to play senior championship you know yeah. so I was encouragement like yeah. um, but it was just the hunger no I, I can't say, obviously lifting the cup you know mm, yeah, that's, that's the highlight of anything but no, there's maybe Aiden, Aiden and uh, Aiden score in Balbuffet that day, yeah. and just wee things like you touch on boys coming home there, like if lads coming home, not even going home, they come home straight to the pitch. Yeah, and you see them drinking a bottle of or can I something mm. to try to keep the energy up to get out onto the field to train, you know, and then after flying back from England, different wee things like that. It's unbelievable to see you. You're you're kind of you're delighted when you have to come over the road and you see them well, boys coming home from England, like yeah. but. Um, no, it's things like that there that push the rest of us on to. When you see somebody putting in that effort, you feel like yeah. you, you have no other option to put, to be putting in a massive effort. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that is true. It, it kind of pushes everyone on. And I feel like, you know, Daniel referenced the game against St. Nulls there in, in Glenties, and I'm glad he has, because this podcast, in a way, is to look at 
different angles of not just the championship but the league. Um, I came off, I came away from Glenty that day, and I'll be honest with you, I was actually very proud of Narasa because I thought we had a great organisation uh, for us and we really did ask a lot of questions of St Halls that day in Glenties and that's a senior championship team that actually done pretty well in the senior championship uh, they were on the wrong end of a, a number of games just by the odd point Yeah that's that's true that's true Tony like um, I probably as a great game for us to get and we have a brilliant performance to put in, put in you know but, um, I probably give the team more confidence too you know that the, the belief in the system is working you know, yeah. belief in themselves, you know, and it, I probably did kick on as a lot, of, as Diane Martin said there, you know, coming down that way, next door, no man coming down that road, did very disappointed, you know, and they obviously would like to win the game, you know, out, up to win it, but listen, it just, we, we've seen we weren't that far away, you know, and, and it was just a good performance, listen, I was good, like, these boys want to test themselves against these big teams, you know, that, that's, that, that, that's, the, like, that's what they're playing for, you know, and yeah. we've we done very well that day, you know. I have to mention as well, um, he's he's in the bar here, Killian Boner. Uh, he was, uh, I have to go back to moments and to come into my mind of, of just coolness personified. Um, it was a game against Convoy, out in Convoy, where um, in the last kick of the game to, to get a draw, I just thought to myself, you know what, a lot of players in that situation, to be honest, would, you, would have folded with the actual enormity of what faced him. But uh, the hours and hours of practice over in the field there, I think him into Killian and he just he did what he does naturally and, and slotted it over the bar. Well, listen, I used to see Killian, like, that's just hours upon hours of kicking over in the field, you know, listen. I think you remember going over there, Killian's even taking packed lunch over there with him. He's staying that long in the field, kicking and kicking. But listen, probably still has no doubt that he's going to score that. Like, just, yeah, just knew that the moment that position and never doubted that he's going to miss it, Yeah, you know. He put his uh, practice in, and, and Declan, I'm sure um, you've been like Christian himself and, and Killian. I'm sure that uh, down through the years you've been there at the, at the back pushing them on, and uh, sometimes maybe you've been on the borderline of maybe even sometimes just trying to be that as well get the ruthlessness to, to push them on to be winners. Well, listen, no, I mean, at the end of the day, they, they, they're both kind of different individuals, and you just let them go and play. And, you know, they, they both love playing for the club, and uh, that's, that's the most important thing, and they're enjoying their football. Yeah. Um, you know, you, you look at the season, you, you mentioned a couple of games, the Convoy game. That was a you know, big game for us down in, in Convoy, and we got the draw that, that got us promoted um, on, on that occasion. Um, the match against the Nulls was a game, you know, I know the lads were saying, you know, we, we were, like, I was disappointed because I felt it was a game we should have won, to be quite mm-hmm. honest, on, on, on the night. And, um, but supposed to, in terms of getting um, that belief within the group, they probably realised, yeah, you know, we're, we're not that that far away. Mm-hmm. Uh, we had a very good league campaign. I think we won through un, un, undefeated in, in the league with just one draw in convoy and um, just a league final then. Yeah. But, um, as I say, ultimately, that the one thing we wanted, yeah, we wanted promoting the two the two targets we had was getting promotion out of Division Three and and was the championship, no doubt about that. There, we, we made that a priority, and um, that was always key to us. And uh, you know, the, the, I'll go back to the Conway match in the, the semi final, and that was because the semi final was was um, a game that we we were probably kind of written off. We kind of no hopers. I was just listening to one of the podcasts yeah. with Charlie Collins, and you know, it was basically a formality that Conway were such a you know such a powerful and rightly yeah. so really strong side. But you know, it was a good performance, and probably on that day, and probably it was Adrian Hanlon's best oh, performance. He yeah. kicked two seven, and it was a huge performance from Adrian and you know, Adrian came back. And unfortunately for us, Adrian picked up an injury going into that championship, probably into the final of the championship, yeah. and 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 and, um, and then in the Ulster. But um, you know. Those, those players stepping up to the mark on every one of those mm-hmm. occasions, and uh, and that that was that was absolutely vital for us. But uh, you know, as I say, we have a nucleus. I have a lot of young lads that I know that I took through from under eights to tens. That was the same group that Christian. There's eight or nine of those guys, and without those group of players, the club this club would not be here. And no. those guys all stayed. You, you can look. I know Sean's had been over back to England, but you know you had Adam and you had Aidan McCahill and you had Christian and John and Owen Malloy. A lot of those mm-hmm. guys that were are all around that now. Twenty six age group, mm-hmm. and you know, in the past, a lot of those guys had gone away, and if, if a number of those lads had gone, we were in big, big trouble. To be quite honest, but you know they stuck it together, and as I said, what. Daniel there over the last many years now 15 years Daniel probably 16 17 19, 19 years yeah, yeah. my god yeah so Jesus yeah. going back going back a while but uh, well, yeah. yeah and still playing extremely well and uh, but no yeah. 
there's nothing better, no better feeling winning a club. When it, no matter what club, whether it's big, small, no matter if it's junior championship, senior championship, and the media, for you to go out and achieve, you know that you put it in. Mm. You, you get the reward some days it doesn't happen for you in the years and games we've lost in the past but you know having fell into place the boys worked extremely hard this year and we got those probably breaks on, on certain days and uh, I think we earned those breaks and I think the lads really deserved everything they got this year oh yeah I definitely agree with that and you know De- Declan mentioned there uh, it was a team effort right a team like it's not going to happen Daniel but you know you think of uh, individual as well like a lot of Detroit the team a lot of great individual performances Adrian there like I couldn't believe some of the things I've seen in, or, in uh, that game over in Kelly Garden against uh, Convoy everything he had just was going over the bar and uh, Aidan McHugh that game in, in Balbafay against Neve Connell another uh, strong performance and you know there was, there was many at, at defenders well yourself Daniel a very very solid year but it all culminated in, in a team thing at the end of the day well that's what it's all about like you can you can have individuals doing great things but um Ultimately, one one player doing great things isn't isn't going to be enough to get you over the line. You need you need the numbers, like and um, but when you do put in the effort, like Declan says, when you know you've got the miles and the legs, you've got the confidence to go and do the things. And this man got us in great shape, like to be able to do that. I think that they, don't think we've ever been as confident in the ability of fitness, and uh, we know we had a lot of miles in the road, like so. Um, that allows you to go and go and do it. You know, with the last ten minutes, you're not afraid to go and do the things yeah. because you're able to get up the field. Um, you say there about individual things, like you know, there, there's loads of instances of players doing good things, but ultimately, like you need to give the ball to somebody else, and that man has to do the thing, and it just needs to keep going. The chain can't break. But no, it's it is. Some players had yeah. had great seasons, like Oshin Caulfield came into his own this year for mm, us. Yeah, I've seen about it, yeah. Absolutely unbelievable in some of the games like and he takes takes a lot of abuse mm-hmm. you know because he's targeted quite a bit like and um yeah we'd be the same if we were playing against him he's, he's hard to handle yeah. and uh but in fairness to him himself and the younger lads like you talk about killian kicking the free and convoy and aiden and oshin mm-hmm. these are young lads like it's nice to see them that's you know it's not about me and, and the older lads anymore it's about that's that's the current you know generation and that's the current crop and that's going to be the future too they're going to be in my position someday and there'll be younger bucks coming in behind them and that's what it's about like you yeah. know keep it I think you mentioned that game Tony but uh, ours come back from ours I think right. DM got his first goal I think, I think it's probably in 19 years of football that's, and that's right, not yeah. a not a bad not a bad stat now in fairness to, to, he, had to, he had to get out of some stage <laughs> well it was a long time coming yeah but um uh, like that was just it. Eh? It's just going and hoping that time. Like that was yeah. was not too special about that. I wouldn't think. Well, it was special in the sense it started the league on, on the right front, and I can remember thinking to myself it would be a sickening journey for Aris heading back to, down that road uh, that that day. It was a, I remember it, was a, it wasn't a, it was a cold, miserable day. That's right, Tony. It was surely. Listen, like going back to that again. It's just the work. Like Declan Fairness came in this year, and you know after coming back off managing the goal, coming in straight into. Club, I like, it's, it's a massive, massive commitment. Like, and I don't think too many managers would do it. Like, but the work earlier on, earlier on in the season, was you could just tell and listen. You tell like things, you see things just happening in the training ground, on going on to matches, you know. And like, I think that really kicked kicked us off. You know, that that started. You know, that started. And, like, you'd see boys, and like we grew, seemed to grow in confidence nearly after every game. Yeah. Well, uh, to say that uh, winning's a habit, but uh, coming back the way we were too, it was a habit. We were yeah. uh, we were able to dig it out. You've saw a lot of years, like, like Declan and Daniel Martin, Felix, you would have seen a lot of years of disappointment in that, and it makes it all the more sweeter when you come and see what we did uh, there, uh, as I said, just two months ago now in, in that junior championship, and uh, very, very pleasing for, for everybody. Oh, listen, like as Daniel said, like, it's quite taken aback there, 19 years. It didn't think like, it's that long since he started, but... You know, it's unbelievable. Like them, them days don't come around. Like, and it's, see, it's, it's just great for even for the young fellas to see that coming up, and you see them. Like the players are brilliant with them. The mix with the young fellas here, like, the, the, just a great bond. It's great to see it. Listen, they're they're good with their time with them, and you see them chip chatting them. That so, that's what it's all about. That's that's what it's all about. Like, like they're they're seeing what they're done now, so them boys want to go on and do it. Like this, they're the next crowd. Yeah, and uh, one thing I can say is Daniel. Going but on about 19 years ago, but uh, I can remember myself and yourself uh, years ago on, on the Comp and Glenties uh, sharing the same school bus and me and your head, Dave, done with uh, football questions the whole way around. I know, I 
it doesn't be long coming around, Tony. That only feels like yesterday. Yeah. But um, our time doesn't be long passing. It doesn't feel like you're playing that long. Yeah. But I've seen a lot of players come and go, and a lot of fellas, unfortunately, had to move away, and that was been it. Yeah. I was only glad to see the young bucks coming along and um, making it possible what actually happened. Because yeah. without them, wouldn't be possible. That's it. No, that's the, that's for sure. It, uh, it was uh, everyone pulling together. Declan, it must be a, a tricky situation. You've plenty of experience of it keeping a, a, a squad that big happy and because uh, a lot of players there I'm sure will be thinking to themselves uh, probably deserve more time you know to be thinking in their own head it must be a very t- hard task to be honest with you the thought of it alone gives me a headache yeah, no listen you're, when you're about it's probably as long as I am you know what you know Listen, you always look at what's going on in the training ground. The training ground's the most important part to me and to see what players are producing and, and who's showing yeah. up. And I've always been like that. And you know, when you know if guys are showing up and, and they're putting a hand up and they're doing it night in, night out, then they're going to get opportunities. And uh, you know, um, yeah, some players didn't get didn't get a huge amount of, of game. And uh, but those guys, hopefully, they've learned a lot from the year and can push on now. And you know, as I say, we need everyone involved going back into twenty twenty four. You know, one of the players and uh, that. Probably uh, there was a lot of uh, debate about during the season was was Adrian Sweeney and you know Adrian came in and he just came in basically to train at the start of the year to you know I, I just bumped into him basically around January of last year and um, you know he came in and he just came in to train for a number of weeks and he enjoyed what he was doing and you know ultimately he he, he looked to get the, the transfer up and he's living in the area he's been living in the area a long long time and you know for someone even of that experience to be on, on the training ground was was, was massive and uh, you know and you know he contributed mm-hmm. to our champions no, no doubt about that there uh, and you know to see the younger lads the likes of even my own point looking at Killian playing inside what somebody of Adrian's experience yeah, yeah. I know he's been there a long long time but there. That, that there's been that 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 was huge and all of that was was important to us to be quite honest and um, but um, as I say it was, a, it was a great blend and Felix touching it there whether you're the oldest guy in the team or the youngest it means that they mixed really really well it was a huge yeah. and, and that's what you know a lot of things makes a successful team it's not just about talented players or you know quality players there's a huge amount the whole thing has to revolve around you know uh the group in terms of everyone getting on really well, pushing each other on, driving each other on every night of training, trying to be better, and that's what they've done all year. They pushed each other on every night of training. You could see that there. There was challenge. You know, we were testing the guys out, whether it was from a defensive point of view or an offensive point of view or whatever we were trying to work on on a particular night. You know, you could see the lads really buying into it, yeah. asking questions. You know, and as I said, it made my job that yeah. easy to be quite honest. And when you have these guys. There, they're starting. On, they're on the pitch at seven o'clock. They're there maybe half an hour beforehand for the session to start, and you're on the pitch for an hour and a half, or an hour and fifteen, twenty minutes. And you're no, and when you see that, and you see the drive coming from the players, ultimately it's the players that that yeah. are going to do the job on the pitch. Yeah, we can we can give them the tools to go and get ready for a match, and 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 be prepared as best they can, and look at the opposition, what way we need to play, and you know whether that's junior football or senior yeah. club football or even intercounty football. At, at, it's, it's it's all the same. Yeah. Simple as that. You have to prepare for those games, and I think the lads, you know, the lads were prepared well, and uh, but they took a lot of it on themselves. Yeah. And even in terms of the analysis piece and watching the opposition, you know, there was a lot of onus on yeah. on on on, on uh, some of the players, and and uh, they took on that responsibility, and that, that was massive, to be yeah. quite honest, you know. Yeah. Well, it's funny you mentioned Adrian Twinney because that was the the next man who was up me as a question thing for the, the three years, and you know, I, I felt myself that Adrian watching him, um, just the roles that he played in terms of. Uh, just a, a team player of just laying off the ball at the right time, holding on to the ball at the right time. I, I felt was uh, uh, invaluable, Daniel. And what was it like uh, sharing a, a dressing room with him in terms of playing with along with him? Because you know, a man is a former all star and uh, a legend in Donegal football. Yeah. Oh, it's, listen, it's a privilege to be playing with Adrian because, and he's a gentleman too. Like that's that's the thing. Um, he he does very little wrong like you say when he gets the ball he's always well you know we're always talking about taking the right options and things like that there but uh, you always see that players like that do take the right options you know they'll give it to the player that's in a better position or yeah. they'll pass the ball on or they'll move it quicker maybe than we would anticipate you had to move it but um, I think the younger lads that maybe played inside learned a lot of that you know and even how strong you have to be you know Adrian's physically very strong and um, I think that's probably it was an eye opener for some of the younger lads too that you do need to be you know when you do get a grip of it you need to hold on to it and you know do you, not to be showing the ball too much and 
just simple things, you know, nothing flashy. It's it's all very simple. Um, yeah. But now it's great, and even the talking, you know, just for a talk to the yeah. from man from that experience and have his chip in when there's discussions to be had. Yeah. Um, everybody will listen. There's nobody, you know, everybody perks their ears up and it's, it's, listen. That's what it's all about. Yeah. It's great to have him about. It's great, you know, and hopefully he'll be there and like stepping into the season, like you know, we were before Christmas, but preparation had to start already for next Perfect, year yeah. so that's where we are we're getting prepared and hopefully they're you know everyone's in the same boat and ready to go next year again that's it yeah the next year we'll, we'll be coming very fast and just a word from yourself and Adrian Sweeney um, Felix because um, to my points I felt that that man slotted over the years from every different angle and I felt personally that Adrian tailored his game great to, to be uh, very unselfish at times this year for Ross. I've seen him in positions where I thought he was going to pull the trigger and he laid it off. Just that, that football brain that he has as well. Well, listen, like, one of the Donegal legends of the game, like, he, like he's a brilliant player and listen, as soon as Adrian came up, <clears throat> he slotted in right away. Like, you just tell, listen, you're on with the big, like, big squad this year and keep it all happening or in the house games. They're brilliant. Listen, like you see, Adrian with them, like the forwards. It helps, it helps forwards and defenders. You know, that was good, and he was very good. Mixed just really, really well with them. Yeah. You know. And then it automatically gets that respect too when you consider what he's done in the game. Like because uh, for me, like he probably Rob well should have had an Anglo Celt and um, you know another All Star too. Like he, he, he definitely uh, done a lot in the game. Oh, definitely so. Listen, Adrian, brilliant, brilliant player. Like you, like listen to have someone like that going <laughs> into in any dress room and on a field. Listen, it's just brilliant, you know. And as I say, listen, he just fitted in, and this, the lads, as Daniel said, they only spoke. Yeah. You know, like everyone listened. You know, you you've seen it. Great watching, great seeing that. You know, yeah. great seeing that somebody fitting in. You know, brilliant seeing it. Yeah, he he's been there and wore the t-shirt and. We're on now to the, the, the latter half then, towards the end of the interview. You'll be glad to hear, lads, on a, on a Monday night here. But uh, just uh, the game that we'd, we're moving on to the Ulster Championship, basically, the, which is the, the game against Lisnesky. And it's the, one of the strangest games I've ever seen, to be honest with you. It was, I don't even know where to start to sum it up. But uh, your own uh, thoughts on it, uh, Declan, because uh, obviously it was November, November the 4th. It was 2-5 to 1-9, lost by a point. Now, the, the dust has settled uh, uh, and it took a long time to settle, but... What's your thoughts at the minute, Declan, on that? My mind doesn't change on that, to be quite yeah. honest. Um, and, you know, I've ended up with a 12-week suspension out of it. But not even that, I mean, from, from the word go, I could, I mean, we worked extremely hard to prepare that team to get ready for that match against Lisnesky, no more than any other game all year. And it wasn't a case that we went out celebrating for a week or 10 days right away after the champ. We, we were back training on the Wednesday night after we won the Junior Championship, getting ready for Lisnesky, and we had our homework done. And uh, what we came up against that, it was an absolute disgrace. And mm-hmm. I, I, I asked a question at half-time, Richard, about what was going on. And in relation to the six, seven yellow cards we had picked up, the red card and the black card. So he wasn't fit to answer any questions and he wasn't, he wasn't prepared to answer any questions and basically came in with a real attitude, to be quite honest, not just him but the whole team that he yeah. was involved with. And for Ulster Council to actually appoint that guy on the day was an absolute disgrace. And uh, I'll stand by that and it yeah. doesn't matter where... You know? Well, if anyone's thinking, listening to this podcast, I suppose that uh, this is a kind of a biased view of Narasa you only have to listen to the neutral opinion on it, Daniel. And as well as the term, like, the dust has settled, in a lot of ways, it hasn't in our mind because it's, it's still pretty fresh because uh, the very opening play in that match, there was a penalty given against Narasa, and I felt to myself at the time, I wouldn't mind having that referee's eyes because he called it from a mile away. And from that moment, it set the tone, is what I'm trying to say. I did, I. Well, like you said, it's, it's, I suppose it's the freshest game in our memory. It's, it's kind of... Uh it's hard to let the dust settle, you know, in that instance. But um, no, listen, that's uh, you know there was things that went on, and we weren't too happy with it. Um, there was probably was things that went on in the game, Tony, that we should have been better at ourselves too. You know, there was things that we should have learned maybe as we went on. You know, there's 60 minutes in the game too, and you gotta you gotta adjust and you gotta do these things. Um, surely we were, you know, there was instances where it was nearly impossible to be to be uh, to think. You know what was happening because you couldn't ask the questions because you were just trying to wonder in yourself if you were going to get a yellow card yourself and you were trying to keep your own nose clean, yeah. um, which was hard. Um, but I, I personally probably, you know, we could have learned too as the game went on, and um, it was very disappointing because even when we went down to so many players, you know, we had lost three, 
and we still only lost by a point. That's you right, know, in yeah. the last minute, I think that was the biggest. That was the biggest disappointment. We could have came out. We had a chance to go level, and there's all them wee things. You know, you just the, you know, the, 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 the thing was set from an early stage in terms of yeah, we we can talk about discipline and everything else, but it was very very difficult. You know, and you take everything away, and we you know watching the game back again, and you'd say to yourself, a Ulster counselor or anyone sat down to monitor that game, they would say what was going on there. Yeah, to be yeah. quite honest, but the incident at the very end where John Paul McCready. Who yeah, was yeah. net was pulled for overcarrying. He, he actually went five. He, he took five steps, but one of those five steps, he had actually two solos taken, and he, he was blown. This was at a crucial stage. Yeah. We were still a point up on the sixty-first minute of the game, and the referee turns and blows him for overcarrying, and that puts them all square. Yeah. And then, what the numerical advantage we were forced to go along in the kick out, lost that one over the bar. Yeah, we look naturally as a club and as a manager, we look at ourselves and, and the discipline. But it was so difficult, uh, you know. Even watching that game again, it yeah, yeah. really, you know, it, it's it's difficult to take, to yeah. be quite honest. And uh, I've been around Ulster football long, a long, long time now, and to see somebody officiating at that level there, I mean, yeah. I still, I will still call yeah. it a disgrace. And you know, well, it's well within your right to say that, Declan. And you know, when you consider John Paul McCready, there's one man in that situation that you'd put your house on that wouldn't overcarry in a position like that, and it's a man like John Paul McCready. It's been massively experienced. It's, it's disappointing, Felix, when you look back at it, you know. In terms of uh, how well Naros had done in the, in, in the match, in terms of the, the start, and Lesniewski only led the match. Uh, the, the, the first point they led the game, and the last point, uh, two separate stages in the match they led. It's a very uh, unsavoury way to finish the season. Yeah, well, listen, it's absolutely disgusted as we were. You know, it's you don't mind refs. Refs like refs have done an easy job. You understand that, but listen, it's something I've never seen the likes of. Like as the voice said from. A very very early start, like just just because you like there's no way, like there's no way, I, I, any way that you'd see what, what where he's coming from and a lot of his decisions, you know. And I'd see, I just even like when boys come back to John Paul McCready over carrying like that was just a crazy call and like some of the same like even talking to a few few of the players and on the pitches and they're, they're afraid to lay their hand tackle they're afraid they couldn't they couldn't even speak to them no communication listen like people will be giving out refs giving out to refs and that you know it's very very hard you even seen our, our physio like it was uh, definitely not uh, anyone that was at the game as man says could, could see like uh, that uh, there's, there's definitely a, a, a sense of injustice and that's me speaking as a, a fan of Narasa after that game and uh, an anger of uh, the way that the manner the, the game was lost and you know unfortunately like it's, uh, it's it was a disappointing way to end the season Declan but as, when you look at it as a whole at the same time um, promotion to Division 2 and uh, Junior Championship it's, uh, it's still a year to remember oh, exactly yeah. we're not going to you know at the end of the day we actually played we actually performed well on, on, the, on that day against Lissaki we probably played better against Lissaki than we probably did in the, in the final but you know we, we got those couple of goals early on two brilliant goals in, in that first half we won six points up right, yeah. and uh, yeah we lost listen a number of, yeah we probably the, the red card was, was deserved before half time uh, those numbers, yeah, I'll definitely. If I see something, yeah, you admit that. But I mean, a lot of the stuff was not uh, warranted, and uh, there was no reasoning behind it, or there was no, you know, you couldn't really ask the question because you were going to get nothing That's back. Right, yeah. But ultimately, as I say, we actually played well, even even being down three men at one stage, numerical advantage for for listening ski. It was it was a competition I was really looking forward to, to be quite honest. And you know, it has left a certainty. I knew by you know being. I walked to Cavan area and Monon area. I knew there was the Cavan champions. Arva were a very strong outfit. Ultimately, they've gone on to win it. And uh, but you know, ultimately, it would be nice to have got a yeah. shot at that there because I felt we were better side than listening ski for sure on the day, yeah. and that, that we would have been ready for a good battle with them. But it wasn't to be. But you can't, you know, it wouldn't take away from the year in terms of no. the of the club. Yeah, disappointed the way it finished up naturally enough. But for 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 getting promotion and winning that championship and for that group of players for the work that they put in absolutely no and, yeah. and uh, yeah no it's yeah. been a brilliant year like 2023 yeah, will be remembered within the club no yeah. doubt yeah definitely so and just moving on yourself uh, Daniel last words on that on terms of the Dulster no listen it, it, it was disappointing to only that's you know that's the way it's uh, and just the way it all paid out was it was very difficult to understand some of the stuff that was going on but that's you know there's there's not a lot more you can say about it it's just, it's just disappointment and uh, you felt like there was an injustice done but uh, I suppose f- as a player now and for the rest of the players it's about moving forward and being positive we have a tough task ahead of us going into a higher division and going into a higher division in the championship too so 
it's about getting ahead right now and putting everything into the next year again. Yeah. A lot, lot of teams there, like it's uh, Dunlow, um, Nivora and uh, Clough and it's, uh, it, it's going to be a, an interesting campaign ahead. Oh, it will be, but sure, that's, that's the reason you play football. Yeah. You know, you want to go up and test, like, yeah. you want to go to Donegal Town, and you, you know, you want to go to Ardra, and you want to go to Clough and wherever else you have to go, that's what it's all about, you know. Um, and hopefully the, the boys took a step up this year, and... Um, and it's about the whole, the rest of the team. Everyone needs to raise their game. The whole, you know, club and just everything needs to raise. You, yeah. You're going to another division, and so you need to be. Uh, if you're going to stay there, you have to deserve to be there, and that's yeah. hopefully what we'll try to do. Well, that's something. Just before I come to Felix, and that Declan that Narasa have always done down through the years. Um, a lot of teams have played Narasa, and uh, big the teams of uh, senior championship winners, not and struggled against Narasa down through the years. Um, it's something Narasa shouldn't fear, but uh, I suppose embrace. Oh, exactly. 100%. I mean, the most important thing from the players' point of view now is that, you know, even though we're heading into the Christmas period, it's important that the work's been done. And I know the guys are, are, are back doing a bit of work on, on their own in, in, in gym and stuff like that there. Because you're going to come up against teams now that are, you know, that are better conditioned, better quality players. And uh, But listen, this, this is a huge opportunity and, they, and this is where you want to be. I mean, yeah. the guys have been, you know, we've been performing at junior level and, and Division 4 level for long enough now. Now is an opportunity. We're up in the, in the Division 2 and Intermediate Championships. So that's, that's going to be absolutely important now for the club going forward. And it's a great, I mean, this is where you want to test yourselves. And, you know, any player, you know, worth their salt will be making sure that they're going to be in the best possible position to yeah. take on that challenge in, in 2024. And that's something that, that, as I say, that the area and the club will really looking forward to, you know. Yeah. Definitely so, Felix, your own thoughts on that? Yeah, I just uh, want to go back something on the Ulster. Yeah. I'd just like to thank out the IGA club too for all their help for our training because, listen, it's not easy, it's a bad time of year in weather. Listen, we're all very, very grateful down for all their help too. There's a massive, massive help to get the, the, the yeah. pitch training up there, you know. Yeah. I mean, from, a, from our point of view, it's always difficult training at pitches this time of year and with Brian Arda and Fairness any time that we went, they... they, they we got the facilities and you know f- what facilities there are brilliant facilities up there yeah. you know and it's something that you would love as a club to strive to get there you know yeah. the, the lights the dressing rooms everything about it and uh, you know now it's great thank to, uh, to John McCone and Frank McGee Martin McShane and, and their uh, club that, that really looked after us when when we were training for the final and going into Ulster mm-hmm. campaign you know you know Nimura when we came looking also we, we, we got the facilities and I would like to thank uh, John Gorman and, and uh, Nimura club for giving us facilities uh, uh, for the night we were down there also. All very important, yeah. yeah. It's a club that you're connected with yourself, Felix, a, a lot in a sense of, well, not, not to know directly, but your, your parents obviously have a house up in Ardra, so uh, again, uh, you know, yeah, it's yeah, a club yeah. you're fond of. Yeah, oh, listen, surely, yeah, mother and uncles and a lot of relations up with Ardra, and listen, you always keep an eye out. It's the second favourite team, Ardra, I don't know now, I know yes. Janet probably has, <laughs> might say something about that there, but in fairness, yeah. there's, there's time to know the, 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 the green and gold beast, or beast around the house, and I think sometimes it might be the Ardra flag that he has, you know. <laughs> you're, you have all different colours around the house, Felix? <laughs> no, only one colour in my house. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, again, your mum and dad have a house, lovely house up in Glen Gesh there I just want to give them a mention because I know that your, your, your dad and uh, not big listener too of, of podcast not a big yeah. GA people oh yeah thanks for that Tony yeah no they are sure they enjoy listening in yeah so they do yeah I would say Declan I'm not going to actually quote this for, for certainty because somebody will pull me up on it but I don't think there's too many managers personally that have won the junior championship and senior championship and intermediate championship as a manager in Donegal uh, what's your own thoughts on that I'll tell you, it, it took a long time because the first one was back in, in 1989, so you can count that's 34 years, so it took, it took me 34 years to get the, yeah. get the freedom done. I, so, uh, 89, yeah, done inter- intermediate, yeah. and uh, uh, the yeah, 89 was the intermediate, first intermediate, and then, yeah, we'd owned for 2006, and then back sure. to 20. Uh, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, no, listen, it's great, brilliant, absolutely, you know. And yeah. uh, Catherine must be, must be a bit like Mo Farrow, or about the house there, the amount of medals you have, Declan. Jeez, I don't know, I, yeah. but uh, she's still talking to me anyway so I've yeah. been away but now listen as I say you know you look at it and you, you I mean Felix Hutchinson been involved I, I was with basically even though I was chairman, chairman of the club for the last 10 years I was with the county between minors and 21 for 5 years or, sorry under 17 and the minors 21 and then 5 years at senior level and come back in here and uh, you know one is, is just it's all about to me you know people say yeah it's about participating in this and this and that but you know just wanting something is so so important and uh, uh, whether that's a, an Ulster title or whatever or 
one in the year. It's brilliant. I mean, I've got great satisfaction to be quite honest earlier this year. Seeing the work the guys put in, and you know, and and seeing lads fulfil their ambition and and uh, you know, fulfil their potential also. I mean, that's that's to me is yeah. is brilliant. And, and uh, yeah, and uh, as I say, it's it's uh, it's been a great year. Now, naturally yeah. enough, it's brilliant. And as I say, we'll have, we'll have a nice Christmas now. Well, that's it. It's a sweeter Christmas when we're sitting here looking at the junior championship uh, sitting in front of us. And uh, Daniel, it must be nice to look across the table when you see it gleaming, looking over. You there smiling? No, it is. Twenty eight years ago, uh, I thought about it. You know, I thought about having it for a long, long time. But uh, it is like De- like Declan said. There's so much work has gone on. Not alone this year, other years, previous management. You know, set a lot. In, you know, on, on the road to to getting here. We've been there, thereabout. Um, so no, it is. It's brilliant. It's hard to believe sometimes that you you have won. You know, a championship, but. That's you know that's what it's all about. Now it's on to next year. It'll not be long, not be long after this Christmas. It'll be about next year. But now we'll enjoy it. Yeah. Um, we've enjoyed the last few weeks. Um, lads are, the, the trophy's looking much better now than it did a, a number a number yeah, of weeks. Yeah, but yeah. It, it had to go in for a, for a bit of surgery there. To, yeah. to I think it was the matter in Dublin it went to yeah, for yeah, yeah, for yeah, a exactly. bit of surgery. But it's come back to us and it's looking it's looking in good shape again. Oh, it's, it's definitely gleaming. I have to say that. And uh, you know, Felix, you're amongst the training there. They're on about the, the lads are on about the season starting up again there. Uh, I heard myself that the season's work in terms of this year was before Christmas last year in terms of their preparation. I don't think people actually realise the extent, and myself included, because it's away from the lights, the actual effort that goes into winning something like this. Oh, it's crazy. Like it's like, that's the standard is at now, you know, it's if if you're if you're not putting in the work you won't get the rewards. You know, it's um it's crazy the amount of commitment like some of these guys are coming from work and straight over training and, you know, late nights, you know, it's it's not easy, but listen. Then when you when you when you want a championship, then do it. You know, it makes makes all them nights worth it. You know. Yeah, certainly so. And uh, that's you know, one can argue with that. And you know, Declan, another man that you have a great similarity with in terms of the the story of of uh, just again coming towards the, the tail end of this podcast now. Uh, Jim McGuinness, he's obviously taking over the Donegal job again. Both of you have managed Donegal like multiple times. Uh, both of you won consecutive. Anglo Celts and just a word on Jim McGuinness come back in there great. I think it's brilliant for the county you know 2023 was a difficult year for, for the county and you know I know you know being close with all those players over the a period of as I say, some of those guys have been working with for about 10 years and you know I think it's uh, it's given them a great lift it's given the whole county a great lift to be quite honest so listen hopefully 2024 that uh we're back and you know it'll not be for the want of effort or, or commitment because I know Jim they have a lot of work done at this stage and uh, you know they're just back from their first from the, their training camp and, 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 and training the reef and you know, done a lot of work there so listen uh, looking forward to 2024 and you know with Jim and, and all the lads uh, hopefully a successful year you know yeah just the, the fixtures came out there Cork's the first game at home it's a, I suppose it's a good starting point in a way for Jim when he's blooding through new players as well it mightn't be a bad thing the fact that we're in Division 2 because you know uh, ideally you want to be in the top division but uh, in terms of blood and players. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and there's a lot of young lads going in there now, and and uh, you know I'd like to give a shout out to our own lad Oshin Caulfield's yeah. in there training with them too, and wh- wish him well. He's still under twenty for for next season, but a lot of young lads, and you know there's still a lot of the the the, the older brigade still there. So listen, it's, it's hopefully as I say, yeah, nice start, but at the end of the day, Division Two is still tough enough, and you want to get out of it naturally enough, and you want to be in, in, in Division One. But I'm sure you know all eyes and all focus will be on on Celtic Park against oh, Derry in the first round of the championship, and that's yeah. going to be some some battle. But listen. Yeah, no, I'm delighted to see Jim taking yeah. on the, the and you know uh, he's put his neck on the line again. You know Jim's, I mean after being really successful Donegal manager back in the early uh, 2010, 11, 12, 13 up to 14 and losing that losing that finally stepped away and uh, you know to come back again yeah. uh, you know after being involved in soccer at a high high level and come back down uh, you know he's, he's put his neck out on, on yeah. that line and as I say fair play to him yeah. and uh, you know I think it took somebody like that now to come in I don't think any other manager would have got that same you know and he will get definitely the support of, of, of the sponsors mm-hmm. and whatever else so listen 2024 is a big big yeah. year for us now and listen to say we wish them all the best, yeah. you know. We, we definitely so. And again, Daniel, it's a big year for Ross and the club, and also the county. Uh, it's going to be an exciting year, 2024, when you look forward to it. And that probably will have a knock-on effect throughout the county as well. You know, even at club level, Daniel. Absolutely. I, I think um, Declan said the appointment of Jim give the whole county a lift. You know, whether you're a player, or a supporter, or you're somebody sitting on the couch watching the game, um, watching somebody like him coming back in. 
gives everyone a lift after what kind of happened the last time and all the stuff that went past. You know, great in their own history. So no, it's great to see. Yeah, great to see that. Um, and like I say, going back into go back into kind of when you see them boys playing now, whether it be the kind of McKenna Cup or whatever it'll be, it'll get us all revved up to get ready for the league ourselves. So yeah. that all that all knocks on. Like it all is a knock on. So no, we have like every other team, we have to put the prep in this time of year and be ready for next year again. Yeah, certainly so. And yourself, Felix, you know, you're a massive follower of Narasa, but not too many have put up the mileage you put up and needn't follow in Donegal around the, the country as well. Uh, your own thoughts on, on Jim? Listen, it's great for the, it's great for the whole county and the great buzz out there now again. You know, listen, it's um, fair play to him for, for coming back and taking on the job again. Listen, and wish, wish them all the best. Listen, we'll be supporting them again in 2024, you know. Yeah. Certainly so. Just want to round off this podcast by thanking, uh, I suppose as well, uh, like uh, McCafferty's Bar, the sponsor, and uh, Smiggy and all the team uh, there, Declan, because uh, been a very good sponsor of of Narasa. Just not to not forget them on this podcast, to be honest. Uh, no, exactly. Declan and, and Michelle have been brilliant, to be quite honest. Hey, they're our 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 main our, our major sponsor, no doubt about that. There and. Uh, uh, yeah, and Smiggy's come up here, Leitrim man. So he's come up here, and you know, first time, suppose for Leitrim man to get a wee bit of success. So it's great to have, <laughs> yeah. a, have him, have him here. And there's no disrespect now to Leitrim man in yeah, case yeah, they, yeah. they get on to me. But uh, yeah. no, uh, Smiggy's been great. Now he's been up here working out. But uh, yeah, no, listen, as I say, great sponsors, and, and, and listen, the whole area backed us, and, and everything that we have looked for. And you know, you look around, Joe Galler in the shop next door, you have Mark Clark, and you have Elliot's bar, you have, you have Packy's bar. You're up in Doherty and, and with Jimmy McGinty in the bar and do so all. I mean the whole area, the whole road in behind us, no doubt about it. And you know when you do get a bit of success and you know these people, they'll always row in behind you. And the club's always important, as I say. It's a small, small, close knit community, and uh, any of those guys. And I suppose the one man that we probably missed more than anything else this year was Michael Duddy. And you know Michael would have been, you know, he was there for all the other campaigns in terms of being there and being a major sponsor down through the years. And you know ultimately we lost. Michael, 18 months ago, and uh, but you know he's he's never too far away from no. us. And the pitch over Madava, uh, you know it's still under work. Hopefully the dressing rooms get up and running in 2024. And uh, yeah, we hope that you know that facility is going to be important. It's, yeah. it's a huge important. We spoke about this in the past 20. It's, a, it's yeah, so it important to be there now. And you know it's I know it's given that Daniel here next to maybe four or five miles to come yeah, o- yeah, come yeah. over the road instead of jumping over the fence that's down the right. training you know but uh, no but it's so important and uh, I think that's you know for us to move forward as a club it's, it's yeah. we're in a central location now and you know hopefully we'll have a good facility as I say yeah. in, in, in years to come you know yeah I would say that's true enough what Declan just said there Daniel you're about the only man I would say that was disappointed with the, with the move because uh, it was a, a freewheel down the road for you really it was I got it handy for long enough um walking down the field but no listen it's, it's great to get over here to be honest it's encouraging when you pass there and you see young bucks gangs of young bucks most evenings and playing football like there's nothing there's nothing better than seeing your own club but you know young fellas and kicking yeah and you know that's what's coming down the line bucks that are that interested that's what it's all about so no listen it was it was it was a delight to get over to a pitch like that you know and now when like Declan said when the, if the dressing rooms get underway and keep things moving along that's what it's all about you know we're a very small club so we have to take small bites small things at a time but um, we're well used to it now we just keep the whole thing moving well that's it yeah and you know you're the opposite side of the coin for, for Daniel Felix you've now had the, took on the role of rolling down the hill because it's just right beside the house <laughs> no listen the pitch, pitch is very close to the house sorry isn't it great but listen as Daniel said it's great to see young young people out kicking most evenings there you know and listen it's just a central area couldn't you couldn't pick a better place for the pitch yep. you know it's you know and it just all going well, like dress room starting and listen, even our club dinner dance. You know, there are a lot of lot of good things, a lot of good things coming off, and hopefully the year ahead will be a good year as well. That's it. Yeah, just um, the club dinner dance is coming up. as obviously the end of the year. What uh, date is it, Felix? It's, but it's on the 29th of December down in uh, the waterfront and Dunlow. You know, you know, and that'll be yeah. hopefully a good crowd there. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the 29th, and that's that's a that's gonna be a hopefully a big big night. And I know the tickets are a lot of tickets going already. So that's a Friday night, the 29th. So it's gonna be a huge night. It'll be a night of celebration for the whole the whole uh, city club in the parish. Uh, but also the 
Club AGM will take place the following Friday night on the 5th in, 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 in McCready's Bar here and I think that's going to be an important event uh, I say there's going to be a new committee uh, hopefully being formed on, on, on the night there's a number of positions that will definitely be be there and it's important I think that we get new people involved sometimes you know I've been chairman now for, the, for, for I think it must be 10 years at this stage and you know I've stepped aside as, as chairman and spoke to the guys in the meeting and uh, I think Felix and Pat are stepping so it's important now that we get people in to fill those roles and take the club forward I mean there's a lot of exciting things happening the club's in a really good position now as we move forward in, in the 2024 so I think that's going to be important I think it's important to say to get that freshness too and guys yeah. coming in with different ideas so yeah so listen exciting times ahead for the club and you know uh, as I say looking into 2024 2024 2023 was a really successful year for every for on and off the field and as I say 2024 can be equally as good that's it yeah and, and also we'll, we'll rise to the, the levels and Daniel just before I finish the interview I'm just going to leave the last word with yourself just again looking forward to the, the, the year ahead coming up no listen Tony that's it preparations are already underway you have to be you have to be on the ball early like we didn't have that long off so lads are out doing their bits um, and we'll get gathered up now around the Christmas but um, like it you know, you have to you have to take your hat off to the likes of Declan and Felix and Pat and Becky Dyer and Jerry and everybody that goes on behind the scenes. Like there's uh, there's so much work that goes on. Sometimes it's easy rolling up for a pitch and doing training. It's the bits that goes on behind the scenes that you don't really realise what goes on to keep the whole thing moving. Um, playing can sometimes be the easy part of it, you know. So no, you have to take your hat off to them and all the people that have gone past too, managers, people maybe not with us, things like that there. So no, it's uh, it is, and we look forward to this year too, and we'll celebrate it at the dinner dance, and uh, yeah. we'll uh, we'll see how it goes after that. That's it, yeah. And again, just to finish it, Declan, uh, to thank I suppose all the people in the backroom team as well, like I suppose Patrick Caulfield and Jerry McHugh and people. It's all you know. If you started naming names, you're going to leave somebody out, but it really, is a wide team there. Yeah, listen to finish it off exactly. Yeah, so it's between. I mean, as I say. It's such a small club, right? I mean, we keep harping on about that there. And it's, only, it's the same kind of people that's putting in all the work mm-hmm. a lot of the time, right? But when you look at the committee, they're putting in a huge amount of work. And as Daniel said, you can see a lot of the stuff that goes on. There's a lot of work that goes on. Even tonight, the bingo was on here tonight just to get the bingo. And there's different stuff going on and fundraising going on. And, you know, Packy's a brain guy with, 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 at the fundraising. We, you know, we, as I said, financially, we're not in a bad position to try and get the next step of the development going. But we will need other other events taking place in 2024 to drive that over the line and that that's always going to be you know always going to be the case but in terms of the, the playing end of it for to the players that put in a huge amount of effort all year and I mean there's 33 34 players that, that, that there that will get their championship medals in a few weeks time everyone deserves that whether it's the the 15 that started or the guys coming off the bench or the guys that pushed those guys on all year that, that was massively important to the backroom team really again putting a huge amount of work uh, on and off the field whether it's watching opposition or doing a bit of an analysis and, and uh, making the tea the whole they, they know who they are I don't know the name names but it's, it's a community it's a, it's a team it's a club effort and as I say you know it's moving forward to 2024 yeah, let's bring it on to the guys now that that's going to be here. And, 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 and as I say, it's another huge opportunity and, and a huge, uh, a, a huge time for the club moving forward. To be quite honest, yeah. and a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff happening, positive, and uh, definitely as would like to wish the, the club all the very best in 2024. And uh, just to round off the interview now, which is what each one is, Felix, uh, a big thanks for your time for the for this podcast. And uh, I know we're bringing you out, now, keeping you out on Monday night to the slate. Uh, I won't be uh, too popular with Janet now, but thanks for your contribution to this podcast. No, no problem, Tony. And listen, Tony, thanks for yourself too. Listen, Tony, a lot of work done this year for us with pod, different podcasts, you know, and listen, really, really appreciate it. It's a small community and listen, it's great to get people involved. And listen, and just like to thank everybody who supported the club all year too, buying yeah. lottos and, you know, their credit. That cups for everybody. Yeah, definitely is. Thanks a million, Felix, you and yourself, Declan. Um, a big thanks for being a part of the podcast. Oh yeah, no, I just enjoyed it, and, and even in fairness, Tony, when, when when times were tough, going back to the, you know, when lockdown, and yeah. I think the, the podcast That's that you right. started with the club were were massively important. People were were always waiting for them to That's come right, out, yeah. and and they were great. And you, you do a lot of work for for, for the club, but uh, you know. We come in here on on a Sunday evening. How did be normally the Sunday game panel be sitting up <laughs> around the corner, and you know Felix and Pat will be holding court, but Sean and and and, and Michael Darby and our own Michael Jeremy Hughes, that be the crack be mighty on, on on a Sunday evening. And yeah, sometimes, even though some of the guys may not go to all of the matches, 
by the time we get home here, they, they, they have all the, all the answers. So maybe now some of those guys might step up now in 2024. Yeah, yeah. It does definitely does be a lively corner there, uh, I'll tell you at, at points, but uh, a definitely good crack. But again, Declan, thanks. Yeah. No bother, Tony. Thank yourself. Thank yeah. you. And Daniel, again, thanks for uh, coming over that uh, Dewey Road. Uh, I think I owe you a uh, bigger thanks again for coming over them uh, bendy, windy roads. No, not at all, Tony. Tony, thank you very much for having us. And like uh, Felix said, thank you. Because during the lockdown and all, it was very encouraging to hear all the stuff from the club and past stories and all the different things. So it's been brilliant. And even, uh, even just keeping the whole thing going and all the work you've done. So thank you. Yeah, my pleasure, that's for sure. Well, that's, uh, again, that rounds up the podcast, uh, episode 87, and uh, a year to remember, Narasa. So, again, um, I'd like to say thanks to the lads, to Felix Melly, Daniel Martin Melly, and to Declan Boner. And uh, it's a year we'll not forget in a hurry, that's for sure, uh, here at Narasa. Big thanks for listening in, folks, wherever you did so. And, uh, again, enjoy the build-up to, to Christmas now, and uh, no doubt it'll be a, a hectic one. But uh, all that remains for me to say on this podcast is uh, goodbye from me, Tony McGettigan and uh, until we speak again. For more on the Time Out Podcast, visit thetimeoutpodcast.ie. Thanks for listening.